Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical, transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay, and I'm here in the international world-centered headquarters of the Inspired Action Podcast with my co-host, Lita Herman. And this is our 117th episode of the Inspired Action Podcast. Welcome back, Inspired Actioneers and alchemists all over the world. Today, we're starting another five-episode series on revisiting our general overview of the five elements. We realize that we have so many new listeners now, it would be nice to give everyone a new introduction to the elements. Yes, and we've learned and changed so much over the past five years or so that, you know, we've been doing this podcast for a while. Like I said, 117th episode is right now. So it's a good time to update, revamp, change things up just a little bit. Yes, and that's a good way, you know, to put it overall with a new year beginning. You know, we're in 2024 right now. What? We, yeah. 2024? Where did 2023 go? I don't know. Wow. And but, those of you in 2025 listen to this back, we're actually in 2024. So you're traveling back to the future. Traveling in time. Yes. Right, there you okay. Go. Which is stage eight of. Nice. In nine of alchemy for all those alchemists. Yeah, I'm out pretty there. certain not that if you're in that high in alchemy, you're not listening to this podcast. <laughs> yes, you're just popping in and, and just out. You're popping of in and out anywhere time you want to go. All over the place. Yes. Wow. All right. So we've got some new ideas of how to explain the elements and new people we've been watching out in the world that are good examples of each of the elements. And it's just a good time to renew, refocus, and re-examine what we've talked about in this podcast so far. And 2024 is the year of the wood dragon. Yeah. So guess what? We're going to start today with the wood element. Yes, right? of course. We don't have a dragon right here to show you, but we do have a little Shiva Inu, but not a dragon. Yes, but that's probably not a surprise for most of you since we seem to have a habit of always starting with wood. Wood. <laughs> but we're going to start with the wood dragon. Yeah. Ah! It's going to be a good year of change and just getting a lot of ish done. Woof, can I say that? A lot of bleep, bleep done. <laughs> but, you know, I just, as many of the listeners know, it's not a shock that I have wood. <laughs> as my top element. But you know what? I don't always shout it out from the rooftops. As a matter of fact, Lita mostly outs me all the time yes. with that wood yes. thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, really? I like, tell everyone. I prefer to fly a little under the radar. But, you know, I, I, some people try to guess. And I've heard every element guess. And I always laugh. But, you know, I try to do my best. I'm not always wood. I try to work on all of my elements. And today I'll try to contribute with the best of my wood intentions. But, yes. you know, I really love working on all of my elements, not just the woody wood, 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 wood. And it's really hard for Jay to give away all her secrets, her wood secrets. She's definitely, you know, wants to hold back on some of those secrets because she's, you know, maybe afraid that, you know, the other woods out there will be well, like, you know, what? it's like a need to know basis. And I don't really want to give them, I'll give you away one wood secret. Yeah. I make my microphone just a tiny bit louder than yours. <laughs> just a tiny just bit louder. Just a little bit. Just a win-win, right? But yes. I just, that's a little slot because I have the controls of the tech. So I slide that just a little bit higher than yours. No, I'm joking. But well, it makes me think about that Modern Family episode of yes. Jay also, another Jay on Modern Family, your namesake. You know, it was all about the VIP pass, the platinum black card. It's a good the- character study of old school wood, yeah. for sure. Tell yeah. All right, talk about the episode you always talk about. <laughs> well, they're in Las Vegas. I think it's episode 18 from season five. I had to look it up for you guys. And he thinks he's staying on the top <laughs> floor of the hotel. But then he learns that there's a schwankier floor above him and that he's not allowed on. And then he obsessively tries to get to that floor throughout the episode. And And there's like above that, like there's a room and then a new add-on and then a floor. Like it's hysterical. (laughs) But you know, that's wood. If there's a high spot on the top of the mountain, they want to be on the top of the top. The tippy top. The tippy top top. So if if there's a little secret on the wood card, they do like to be just a little bit better, a little bit higher. 
Isn't okay. the platinum card the whole idea of wood the, people? No, it's like, the black, I think, is better than the, the black, platinum. So there, the there's best. a black pat, platinum card. Maybe. Yes. But anyway, so. It's got to be the best of the best. So if you're with someone and they want to be on the top of the top floor and like the best room and the best, they, they'll probably have wood first. Somewhere. Right? At least second or first. Yeah. yeah. There's a secret right there. There's a okay? secret. You'd be like, oh my God, yes. And it's also about the privacy. The privacy, secret is yes. a real thing. What's that about? Well, you know, <laughs> it's it's one of the quirkier. We always talk about the quirky and the weird and stuff. So this is the quirky weird. You know, for privacy is one of them. Flying under the radar for sure. You would think they want all the attention and blah. And sometimes that's kind of true, but it's really not about that. And it's not about exposing deep, dark secrets. I, You know, I meet people all the time, every day. And they tell me their deep talk secrets, like literally like in the first 10 minutes of chatting. And I don't know if I bring that out in them or it's just a connection or whatever. But, you know, just like we just met. I do not reveal that. And they most mostly do not know because I'm a really good question. I ask really good questions, better questions. Yes. And I'm engaged. I love to have a good conversation. But I'm not dishing it out right away. It's Very rarely. You're talking to a fire or earth person because yes. fire and earth people are just you know, they blab about well, them. And I have fire seconds, so I can yeah. easily shift right into that. It's strange to be such a private person, but be so out in the world visibly. I mean, like, you know, the woods are the big movers and shakers of the world. And yet, you know, they have this other aspect that hides a little bit. Well, and I think you talked about it on the last podcast about why at home we have a different persona. Yeah. You know, that comes out. But wait, before we go anymore, it's getting a little hot in here in the wood hot seat. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Let's take a break. Tell everyone what's going on with the podcast in the ALC, the Alchemy Learning Center. As we bring season seven of 2024, the Wood Dragon year of yes. 2020. I'm going to say that all throughout the yes. wood episode because yes. it's the wood episode. <laughs> but we've been doing this podcast for a few years and we're super excited to keep it going. So if you like any part of it, please like it on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast. Your actions, as little or big as you want them to be, really do make a difference. Yes. And we've got so many fun things coming up for you soon. So stay tuned for some more interviews on the podcast and just cool alchemy content. A new swag coming. New yeah. swag coming. We've got new hats coming. And you're like, what? I'm like, and we have a new thermos bottle. Oh coming, my gosh. Okay. Right? I might even throw the wood dragon on those things, but no. Um, and we have a lot of stuff going on in the ALC. We also have a free access membership. We all are in the future going to have paid levels, but right now go in there, get all the free stuff that you can grab. We have recorded meditations, some webinars that lead us down in the past. We even have some things to move that chi. Yes. You know, and but. we just finished a live event series that is now available as online classes that really is about how your chi moves in your body. It is for both practitioners and for self-cultivators out there to learn how to make sure they don't have energy blocks in their body. It's called the Energetics of Flow series. All right. And I'm going to say right now, if you're listening and you want that three-part series, Pod 50 will give you half price off. How's Pod that? 50. Pod yes, 50. that's a great, right. that's a, that, so that, as soon as we're done, Lita, go make that code. Yes, we'll make that code. Promo, Pod 50, and you can get 50% off the three. It was really, we got, we had people all over the world. It was a lot of fun. Lita did an amazing job. And yes. It was great. And after you're done with today's podcast, you may want to check out the free book we have in the ALC site when you do the free access membership, and it's called Connecting Your Circle. And it's a wonderful primer for you if you're new to the five elements. It has a little quiz inside of it. And we also even have a, a class called Understanding the Five Elements that has a more elaborate quiz in it. So you can go to the alchemylearningcenter.com to check those and out. And you know what? I'm going to say if you want that five element class, Use that code as well. Okay. Right? Pod 50. Pod 50, and All you right. can have 50% off that as well. Okay. I better stop soon, right? There you go. But there's two big bonuses, Pod yes. 50. Yes. Because it's a wood podcast, and yes. it's you're the wood dragon, and I'm just giving money away. Okay. But, and again, rate and review. Please, 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 if you love any part of this, please write us a review. Give us a star, a heart, an apple. I don't know whatever they give you on that. An apple, podcast. yes. Five apples, please. <laughs> five apples sounds I'll great. take five apples. Um, all right, great. So thank you. And we do read all of them, and we love to get them. And also, if you want to send us your videos for your walks, we yes. get those as well. We put them all over the place on the Facebook group or in our... We don't actually put them anywhere. I don't feel like, oh my God, what are they going to do with my video walk? But you can post it in the Facebook group or you can send it to us 
in an email privately. We will not post it anywhere <laughs> unless you want us to. <laughs> um, no, sometimes right. actually that's not true because sometimes if a student is in it, they will want us to look at them. But yeah. we always ask everyone how they yeah. feel about that. But you know what, Lita, we got to get going. This is yeah. a super long podcast. Okay, let's go back to wood. Tell me all about myself. <laughs> Okay. Well, first of all, before we tell you all about Jay. Well, don't make me wait. (laughs) I just want to recommend that if you haven't heard the last episode, it's an overview of the five elements. So go back and listen to that first. Pod 116. Because it's a great place to start before you jump in today. Which is 117, in case you didn't hear that in the beginning. Yes. So I want to just take a moment and talk about something we haven't talked yet about on this podcast, which is how Wood wants to make life better for everyone. And, you know, it's it's a higher level viewpoint about Wood. If you think about how Woods interact with the world... They're always observing how things work very intently and intensively. They're watching how things interact. Did you say other. observing or obsessing? <laughs> yeah, obsessing. Right. Yes. I'll go, let's go with observing, <laughs> but hint, hint, wink, wink. It could be obsessing. Yes, hyper-focused. They're hyper-focused on making life better, making the world a better place. And this is like one of the primary motivations for all wood people, making it better for themselves number one, but also it's about that win-win. We're going to talk about that. It's making it better for everyone around them, their loved ones, their friends. You know, how would you say this is done, Jay? Gear. No, (laughs) yes. Got to have the great gear for the right moment to help everyone. (laughs) No, it's just the nature of wood. Wood is about, you know, the eyes, how we perceive the world and we're fascinated by how things work. And again, like Lita just said, how to utilize things. So gear, tools, right? The systems to make things work even better. It's really how the world moves and functions and depending on where wood is your stack up you know it's in there you're it's you have it somewhere but it all depends where your wood is but yes. it's you know it's just how things are yeah i'm also fascinated when people don't always see the world like i do i mean i don't know it's just crazy to me it's like you see it in terms of cause and effect the woods are usually really good leaders because they can help us do things better because they observe that cause and effect and then they they, they like to take risks and try new things and test out theories. Oh, if I do this, then this will happen. And then ultimately they find a better way to do something and then they share it. Yeah, or they find ways to eliminate things that are slowing us down or making life unhealthy or complicated. You know, I think the woods out there, I'm going to say wood first or second. We'll leave it up there. They're constantly removing obstacles and creating ease. So that's, again, the win-win And sometimes they just need a lot of gear to do that. (laughs) Yes. And ease is what it's all about. And gear. Yes, and gear. We call it smooth flow of chi in Chinese medicine. And that's associated with the wood element. I like to say removing the traffic jams of life, the challenges. Remember, we don't use that word problems. The challenges because, you know, we want to kind of free up that traffic because we don't really like to wait. We're very impatient. See how I kind of like got that in there? Yes. We're impatient. But also, if we remove those traffic jams, then life flows win-win. You're happy, we're happy. There you go. Now, let's talk about... I feel like this is like an interview. Yes. Like, go put the spotlight on me. It's Jay. It's interviewing Jay. Um, So let's... Just wait, because next week is fire. Yeah. And I will turn that right back on to you. Turn that back to me. I'll be in the hot seat. Put the spotlight on you. That's right. All right, so let's talk about this phrase in Chinese medicine that wood is the general of the, we could call it the armed forces. I prefer the unarmed forces. <laughs> there you we go. don't like violence. Yes, yes. Although, I mean, some people probably do, but I like to think that the, the generals that we often read about in ancient Chinese philosophy, they didn't want to go to war. Yeah. They, that was the last possible yes. outcome. They wanted to out-strategize, out-wit, out-maneuver, out-smart, out-everything. They did not want to go in, guns ablaze, and shoot them, shoot them up. Yeah, but but we, we, we can say, as the general of the unarmed forces... You like that? The yes, I love it. That you're constantly thinking about future scenarios and yes. making sure that everything is going to go well for everyone around you. Yeah. And well, so I call that taking care of your ducklings. It's like a mother duckling. I knew that was going to come, the infamous <laughs> duckling theory. All right, so for everyone who hasn't heard it yet, for good or bad, I'm not exactly sure, but I will take it on a little bit of the wood secret there because I've met many wood people and they all have their variation on this. But I think that um, I, the people that are in my circle, 
you know, they're, they're like my little ducklings. Like if you come over to visit, I'm like, oh, text me when you get home or yeah. I'll call someone. I'll like, oh, Jeff for dinner. And Lee's like, what? I'm like, it's just me checking in that they're good and they're happy and they, they're all, they're win-win. They're happy. And I think I've done this my whole life. You know, I was the youngest of four. I was always taking care of everyone else in my family, but not necessarily in that earthy caretaking kind of way. Although I do have really good earth in me. I've worked on that a lot. I just feel like I could figure it out faster and better than anyone else in my family. It's like you're the mother. It's kind of like I'm like the smart, strategic, fast-thinking mother. Maybe you're the mother ducker. Ah, (laughs) I was the mother ducker. Okay. But I like to have all my duck, my little duck loose. That was a good joke, Lena. Yeah, I worked out my mother duckering, duckering issues a long time ago. So I don't feel like I have that now, but I still like to have my little ducklings in a row. <laughs> and I imagine this isn't the case with all woods, but there definitely is a way that woods feel like they're responsible for the people around them because they like to lead the rest of us somewhere to a better land, a better place. A better restaurant. A better restaurant. A better movie at the <laughs> yes, theater. Yes. And they always have, you know, advice, like do it this way. This is going to be better. Right, and- I'm going to give you another secret. Yes. I don't really care what you pick if I suggest something. I just need to suggest it. Yes. If I say go left and you go right, I don't care. Yeah. I don't, and you're like, ah, no, I don't care. Yeah. I get you I just want to get my opinion out. It might be faster, shorter, easier, quicker. And if you choose not to go that way. Yes. That's okay. And that is really the big difference between the yin and the yang types. In the, in the last podcast, we talked about the difference between yin and yang. So wood and fire need to get their opinions out. Whereas water and metal and even somewhat earth are less likely to vocalize those opinions all the time. They might keep it to themselves. Yeah, I agree with that. So that's a difference. So we just like blurt it out. So if you you know you're with somebody like, oh, that's them, that's them. Guess what? You probably have wood (laughs) or fire up there. So, you know, that's all I really want. So, and again, I think that, you know, it's some people I know that, you know, remember wood can go down that path of not great wood, like any element with a lot yeah. more challenges. They can be bossy. They can be mean. They can be reactive. They can be angry. So I'm just talking about me. You know, I have days when I'm frustrated yep. and I'm like, ah, turn left, you know. Whatever. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's perfect and it's easy, but overall, yeah. fundamentally, I don't really care. Right. Because frustration is one of the things that wood grapples with. But barring that, they... I, just to see all the wood people around you as as deep down, they really want the win-win for everyone. That's all they want. It's lonely to be the only winner. You want everyone to be a winner with you. Like you don't want to stand on the podium alone. I, I'm sure whoever invented Olympics was wood because there's a gold and a silver and a bronze. There's, there's not, you're not the only one winning. Well, what fun is that if yeah. you're the only one competing? You know, remember gold is just a little bit better than silver, right? Silver is <laughs> just a little bit better than bronze. Yes. Okay. So they just want to be a little bit better. Yeah. And then they made the podiums just a little bit higher. Yes. Okay. Then the gold is just a little bit higher and then silver. And then, you know, bronze is like standing on the ground, but that's okay because they're still there. They still get a thing, which is different than that whole everyone gets a trophy. I don't even get me started on that, but I'm just going to leave it right That is not a wood philosophy. That is not a wood philosophy, but that's another whole. Maybe probably a fire philosophy or an earth philosophy. Let's all give everyone the same trophy. Yeah, maybe. Like, don't even, I don't even want to, that's not today's five. I'm just saying, so the, the podium's a little different, the metal, probably the gold is probably a little bit shinier. Like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but everyone wins and it's a good strategy. And I have found over the years that wood is very fair, good sportsmen, yes. you know, yeah. they like to follow the rules. They might bend them a little bit, but they don't like to break them. They never want to be unfair or cheat. Right. Or have someone else do that. Right. That's infuriating. Right. So let's let's talk a little bit about this idea of strategy because, you know, being a wood person, it takes a huge amount of awareness to everything around you, which then turns into strategizing. You know, the only, the reason woods tend to be private, I think, is that, it's a better strategy. If people know tons of stuff about you, that takes away your leverage. Sure, they could leverage it against you. Yeah, so if you're going to go and, you know, into well, okay. deep no- negotiations with someone sure. and they know all this private information, uh, they yeah, could use that, that against you. Yeah, you don't want that. And I was just going to say, you said huge amount of awareness, strategy, huge amount of gear. 
gear to follow out that strategy. <laughs> yes. Okay. And let me just say, gear could be a stick in the woods. You know, if you were a, a cave person trying to figure out how to the hunt, the best stick in the yes, world. it could straightest, just, sharpest, yes, lightest, right. You know, it like, doesn't have to cost anything is what I was going to say. You can MacGyver something. For those of you who know who MacGyver is, you can MacGyver something that's just as useful gear as, you know, a $500, whatchamacallit. Titanium spear. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Before titanium was even invented. Yes. Oh, I yeah. have to get that. No, yeah, I think I don't definitely. So what's, That was good. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't have to buy it, but you usually want to have the most efficient, fastest way to get the job done. Yes. And all my wood friends who have tools and gear, and they're like, you have to have this specific one for that specific thing. And, and I do believe probably a lot of woods out there are inventors of these gear things. I'm sure. not saying exclusively woods, because I do think water and metal can very much be inventors as well. But I think that, you know, the woods have this ability to come up with new ideas. Yeah, that's Tons. called frustration. <laughs> yes. Okay, that is probably the root of most inventions for a wood person. Right. Being frustrated that things aren't going the way you want. And how could I make this better? Remember. Fa better, faster, lighter, quicker, smarter. Yes. More efficient. Yes. Yes. So they're always tapped into something, the state of the world, you know, how things work. They like popular culture. Um, they like alchemy because it's different and obscure. And, and they, fast. Yes. And whatever it is, they have lots to say about it and are coming up with these new ideas all the time. Yeah, we are idea generators. Yes. Yes. We talked about that, throwing all the fishing poles in the water. Yes. Different projects and stuff. And we don't really not always invested in them. We're just seeing what comes back yeah. as, you know, as something to follow through on. Which polls do the best? Right. Like which, which bait did you use that worked the best? That right. would be a good thing. Because we just like projects and we like uh, to get things done. Right. We're not always the finishers, but we yep. like to be starters for sure on the ideas. And what is this also involving? Not getting bored. They hate boredom. So a lot yeah. of the new idea generations and new projects and all the things they're doing is just to avoid boredom. Yeah, because when you want to, you're engaged. If you're engaged in something, you don't get bored. But, you know, I'm, I feel like as I've kind of matured through life, we won't say how matured, but I'm, I've moved <laughs> through life, I'm not quite as bored on like a multiple levels. I might just be bored on a day-to-day -day or whatever, but I don't have that massive boredom. My friends are probably all laughing, but, you know, that's another thing. Wood don't always have a lot of friends. They do not have a lot of friends. It's because of the small privacy. circle. Yeah. Yes. But um, it, those who know me, I try not to be bored. Yes. I have a lot of hobbies, interests. But that can lead to distractions. Yes. And I don't know. Do you think we're done with boredom? Well. I was getting a little bored. <laughs> He's trying to move along on this podcast. Are you trying to be distracted? Okay. Let's go on. Move, well, move, move. No. Okay. Uh, no. I, I, I think that, you know, the boredom in the projects is just something, you know, it's not actually a fun place to be in. Well, the projects are cool, but the distractions like social media yes. or, you know, watching lots of media in general or, or answering just, an email or, yeah. you know, a phone call or a text to try to help someone or, you know, talk to them or whatever. Sometimes one of the ducklings mm -hmm. wants a little attention. But, you know, I think that, it's like I said, uh, if you lose interest, it's sometimes challenging. Yes. That's why I think a lot of wood people are not the finishers. Unless it's a quick finish, like, you know, short-term goal, fall, stick to that goal. Yes, we do say that wood people sometimes have a lack of follow-through all the way to the end. Yeah, again, distractions, frustration, not the proper gear. Right. And I would, I will also say for the wood people who are listening out there, um, I have really embraced in the last 10, 15 years, a lot of self-cultivation. I work on my meditations and my studies of alchemy, and I love to self-cultivate on the theories of Taoism and my health, my fitness, mental, journaling, meditation, all of these things, Qigong, Tai Chi, always looking for a challenge. I think this for me has taken the place of TV and you know, video just, games, yeah, boredom, and, things yeah. like that, especially when we were younger. How did we survive without all that? <laughs> um, but anyway, so I'm just saying for you out if you're out there and you're like, oh, I can't get off the social media or stuff. You just need to find things that click with you. 
But one thing that I do think is kind of an interesting distraction that I think most wood people love is research. Sure. And that, and you could say this could go into the OCD kind of distraction category, or this could be sort of the spice of life, researching the new projects they have in mind. They're formulating them. They're, they're strategizing them. They're strategizing. Yeah. And also, I think that wood people, if someone says, hey, what do you think about that? I think they like to have what they think is an informed opinion. Yes. And I think a lot of people look to Wood for answers yeah. or guidance or suggestions. Right, so and you want to, to, be to have that information. Yeah, I still, you know, I used to think of it as like, you know, when they show those nature videos and that giant whales coming from the water and they unhitch their jaw and they like suck in like 50 million tons of like little shrimp and stuff. That's what it's like. When you're on a tear. I really think that's true. I see wood people doing this all the time. They have like a topic they're interested. I would say probably 20 topics. And it's just like the whale. They're just sucking it all in. Constantly getting more and more information, classes, books, you know, podcasts. I mean. And for me, I like to do. Yeah. I like to go and do the things that I'm reading about. Yeah, you like know. physically do that. Physically do Yeah, yeah for Very sure. Very physical. And that leads you to the gear. Or build something yes. or, or, you know, experience. I like experiences. And that leads you to the gear, gear because it's so much fun to do it. You know, it's not just about going, I don't know, biking on trails, you know, mountain That's biking. That's called gravel biking. Gravel biking. That's what I was trying to think of. It's not just gravel biking. It's like all the gear you need to go gravel biking. So you biking. can be the best gravel biker ever before you even get on the trail. Yes, that's it. <laughs> and then it's like you get all the gear and to tell you the truth, they might not actually go out and actually ride the bike that much. Maybe just once or twice, but no. Unless they, they might, fall in love with it. Unless, unless they, they fall, fall in love. love with it. They might kind of lose interest and then be on to another project. That can happen as well because buying the gear was like a, it's like dreaming of all the things you're going to do with it. And then once you get it all, yeah, maybe you'll love it or maybe you'll move on to the next project. And I think that's all the elements if you really think about it. But for wood, getting a lot of the gear before... Right. Is sometimes a little bit of a right. habit. And even if you don't have tons of money and don't want to spend it on the gear, you might be thinking more about the process and doing the research on how you're going to pedal or or how fast you're going to go. Or, you know, it doesn't have to always be about buying gear, but it's the same concepts. It's like, how do I do this better? Like, what is the best trail? Well, and if you or, think about the whale eating that giant bunch of, what's the stuff that they eat? Krill. Yeah. Okay, so they're eating all the krill, and so the krill's only information. They don't go, ooh, that krill tasted good. That They're like, ah. Yes. So it's, sometimes you get overwhelmed with the things that you want to do. I do think gear is a challenge for many people to overgear. But you know what? Look at there's Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. Who do you, the, all the gear ends up there? Yeah. So it's funded in eBay. Yeah. eBay is for people who didn't want to get in trouble with their spouses because they bought too much crap and they had to sell it. <laughs> Right. right? Like, oh, <laughs> I'll sell it. I'll sell it on eBay and Facebook and Craigslist. And yes. anyway, so there's outlets. So it's not just wood. Right. But wood's up there. I got to tell you. And it's also all about the challenge of what you're going to do. It's not just that you want to do something that's super easy to do. I mean, you could, but that what's the fun in that? Yeah, I like challenging events, challenging things to do, um, learn how to be like how to navigate, how to navigate through the what to wear and what's the weather and who's done it before and how did they do it? And then this person did it a little bit better. And then so then you're going to try and... I don't know. I just feel like that's whole part of the process for me. It's like that Japanese um, term. Uh, is it misogi? Mis- is that how it's pronounced? Well, if you're going to go with Michael Easter yeah. and the comfort crisis. Did we talk about that last episode? I don't think so. Well, let's try to get him on the podcast. Yes. Because that would be fun. Definitely. He's wood. He has gear. He's, I, he's, I think he's wood. I think oh, he's I wood. He, wa- water. he might be water wood. Yeah. yeah. I think water wood. Yeah. Or wood water. But let's find out. Yes. Let's but find he out. does a lot about gear as well, too. It's kind of funny. I think everybody does a little gear. So tell them what it is, a masogi. It's, a, it's an event that you can do that has only a couple rules. And the first rule is it has to be really hard. Don't quote me on this. The second rule is you can't die. Yes. And uh, I think that's it. Just like two rules. <laughs> it has to be like 80% impossible. It, it has to be like, a, yeah, it has to be like, a, yeah, challenging. Yes. It's not like go to the grocery store and, you know, get like perfect avocados. Right. 
right? You have to go like it's like a physical challenge. Yes. But the the idea there is when we, would people face that kind of challenge? They're looking for their own excellence. And this is why they're so athletic. They they love to be athletic because it's a challenge that they get to rise above be the best in themselves and find that excellence in yeah. themselves. I think it's pushing the envelope, you know, uh, taking on the challenge it's never done before. We have the new in ultra running, you know, fastest known time, you yeah. know, and, and just new routes and new things. And, you know, it's a physical challenge. It's a mental challenge and even a spiritual challenge yeah. that maybe comes through as athletics. Especially those ultra running races where they're running like 200 miles. I mean, yeah. That has to be a spiritual challenge because how do you do it if your spirit isn't like pushing you through? I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I'm still working on it. So I do think the spiritual challenge is really interesting, even in terms of this podcast, because we always talk about alchemy and alchemy is a spiritual challenge. I mean, the alchemists of old wanted to become immortal. Sure. Which is just a little bit better than regular people. <laughs> yes, right. right. <laughs> oh, you're going to live to be 100. We're going to live a little bit longer. Longer than that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and in Chinese, that's great. I'm joking. I'm just, no, that's perfect. In Chinese medicine, also, the wood channel goes from fighting the good fight on the battlefield, where they're protecting everyone and doing the right thing, all the way through to spiritual battles when they're older, which is about cleansing yourself of any guilt that you might have, that maybe you hurt someone along the way, you know, by mistake or because they were bad and they were hurting other people. But regardless, you might have guilt about that. So that is part of wood as well, that yeah, spiritual that makes aspect. Sense. And that kind of maybe could tie in with a benevolence. Yes, yes. They are very benevolent and kind, ultimately. Violence is a last resort. Yeah, and what it would be, if necessary, for the greater good, Yes, I would assume is the reasoning that they would do that as a last resort. So you can think of them as the warriors, but the peaceful warriors, because again, violence is the last resort. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And they also make good coaches as a result. They want everyone, to, they want to help people do the right thing so that we all aren't in danger or in trouble. If we could all live in ways that support each other and yeah. especially our health. And um, so that's why they make wealth. Really, like it's the wood palaces yeah. or the nine palaces, if you listen to the podcast. And if you just think about wealth as resources in the world, you know, maybe wood people are out there teaching people how to garden better. That would be an example of wood helping us with our wealth and abundance. Sure. And, you know, I think that all the elements have something to offer as yes. teachers. So again, it wears the wood in your stack up. You have wood in there somewhere. So, And if a wood person's doing that, it's because they're motivating and inspiring others. This is right. the gift of wood to the rest of the world. And they just want to have that win-win. Yes. And so you can think about woods. They, they often have this natural advantage over other people because physically their bodies are designed. Every elemental type has sort of different ways their bodies are designed. But woods in particular have very advanced sort of tendons, ligaments, and muscles because those are governed by the wood element. So they're naturally very strong. Now, obviously, you could be sitting on the couch all day and not actually utilizing your tendons, ligaments, and muscles and maybe not be as strong as you really could be. But most wood people naturally, again, are athletic. They want to move their body. They want to utilize their tendons, ligaments, and muscles. So they have this advantage. And they also, like we said, want smooth flow of chi. So that means they're also very quick on their feet. And they're usually just out ahead of everyone else, really. I, I think the smooth flow of chi, moving your chi helps moving in physically, mentally, spiritually, intellectually. Like, I think it helps everything move. Yeah. You know, and again, not a lot of wood people are going to be sitting around on the couch. Yes, because they... Okay, because they'll be bored. Yeah. I mean, if you think about, we usually, you know, kind of humorously say the water people like video games, but I guarantee there are wood people who play yes. some of those games for sure. Yes. Okay, so it's not just the waters, but maybe in spurts. Yes. You know, like a couple hours and then out. And sometimes for wood people, the rest of the world, that they look out at people around them, it's almost like they see everyone moving in slow motion. 
because they're just waiting for the rest of us to catch up. That's funny because I was just waiting for you to finish that sentence. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that, right? I just knew it. I was waiting. (laughs) So anyway, this isn't just useful with with sports. (laughs) You can't even say athletes. (laughs) Right. So woods are the... Athletes. Okay. Athletics. There you go. But woods are also the movers and shakers in the business world because they have a sense of the future. What's going to work well? They just kind of know that inherently because they try lots of things and some things fail, but then they generally have a high success rate. Again, it's the fishing poles out. We might have 20 projects out there. We'll see which one gets a bite. And then we'll go fishing and see where the big fish pops out. You know, it could be... You know, it could be so many different things. And, you know, I feel like Wood likes to take a risk sometimes, you know, that risky business. <laughs> uh, I, but I do think they like to take a look. And, you know, maybe the sense of future that you talked about is from the Oracle, which is the Wood thing. Yes. So let me explain the Oracle. I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, but we call it the Oracle because Woods have this natural ability to predict what's going to happen. And that's why they seem to be lucky in the wealth category. But this Oracle, we it's actually this, what what in Chinese medicine, we call the spirit of wood, which is called the hun, H-U-N. And this oracle is what enables you to kind of look out at the future and kind of predict how it's going to turn out. Right. And we have a homework that we do with our students who are in the apprentice program where they have to write a question at night and then the oracle comes through the night and then you answer the question first thing in the morning. Maybe we'll do that for homework here if you choose to accept it. Um, about what it is without putting in a judgment or a thought. You have to write it down. Yes. And we make them do it over a week. And that's why we say when you need to make a decision, it's a good idea to sleep on right. it. Let the so hun. the oracle, the hun, yep. can come to you and give you that information. Right. There you go. And that's why they're also good at the wealth palace. Because, you know, in order to generate wealth, you need a strategy. Maybe you need to see in the future if you're a day trader or something. You need to kind of know how the stocks are going to go in the next few you gotta days. you got to know when to hold yeah. them. <laughs> know when to fold them. Yes, know there you when go. to walk away. <laughs> know when to run. Boom. Um, so, yeah, when you're talking about money, you better know when you got to run. Like, you got to know. But, no, I think what is very good at, at at the finances if it captivates their attention. Yes. They don't Which like isn't to, always the case. They don't like to get bogged down with a lot of, you know, bureaucratic decisions or little tiny things like Yes. They like to do the bigger vision. Yeah. Bureaucracy is one of the things that really annoys them. Well this is like a deep interview here. Yes. Like definitely. And I just want to say that if you know, people get annoyed or jealous of wood because they're kind of more assertive in the world or even that they're so successful, which is, you know, again, not always the case, but a lot of times wood people kind of are naturally successful. You know, it it can be that way. But instead of seeing them as, you know, maybe like, maybe sometimes people think they are greedy and sometimes they are greedy. Or I mean, takers. Or takers. Yeah. Um, you know, and I do think that greed in general, it has caused, you know, harm to the planet or the peoples of this planet. But that doesn't mean that harm was done by wood people at all. I mean, there are definitely a lot of CEOs in the world who are wood. And, you know, maybe they forgot that wood is kind and benevolent. That can happen. You kind of get swept up in the in the excitement of the winning and the success. And maybe greed takes over that natural empathy for the wood people. You know, but again, not all wood people are greedy. There are other elements that can be greedy as well. But I think you know when a, you, a good wood goes bad. Yeah. Like you can kind of see it. Yes. Like what's, what's, what's kind of off with them? Yes. No judgment, no right or wrong. I'm just saying like in across, you know, society, if you're looking at that, you can sometimes see that as a characteristic. And that's the true nature of wood. They're the people who are going to help someone across the street who can't do it on their own. Yeah, I've done that many times. Yeah. And the thing without even thinking about it. Yes. Yes. You just do the right thing. That's the it's just it. Yes, exactly. And so, you know, if someone stays in their wood element, they can figure out anything so that it's good for everyone, not just a few people. So, you know, pollution isn't good for everyone. If if a wood person invents something really cool that causes pollution and they realize this, 
most of them will invent something else that stops the pollution and finds the way to make that a reality. It's it's the rest of the world that kind of gets in the way. I, of the I like that. I, yeah. I wish that would be more so in the world with so many of the challenges, but I don't know. It's crazy out there right now. So I, again, everyone has wood in there somewhere. So depending on where this is in your stack up, you may or may not connect with what we're saying. And we're just trying to say that if you're being your authentic self as a wood person, you know, you 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 always want the best. So right. for everyone, so that's just a way. And to- if you feel like you're getting frustrated about what we're saying, then frustration <laughs> is really what we should talk about. <laughs> right. All wood, it wood definitely. You can't talk about the good or the challenging with wood because frustration goes on both. I think for that for wood, good and yeah. challenging. Well, we have to talk about both the good and the bad sides of the elements. Of course, we don't believe that there's really good or bad. But challenging. We could, we, yes, we could say the challenging. So for wood, as we said, it's frustration, especially with people, because people are the obstacles in the world that seem to stand in your way that you can't always overcome. Woods are great at overcoming obstacles when they don't have people involved. Right, and that's where frustration and anger and... Things can pop up. And you know, when woods are frustrated, nobody around them is having fun. Yes. So when wood is happy, everyone's happy. And you know, they're, they're I think, inherently happy people. Uh, they love to make other people happy, but not like the people pleaser, but on a deeper level. It's I think. more about woods want to make other people be able to realize their dreams. Yes, yes, yes. And that we talked a little bit about the coach. We could also said coaching motivators. Yes. You know, I like to like to think of what is motivating for sure. Yeah. So let's talk about the wood walk. For those of you who haven't, um, you know, studied this in depth, we we look a lot at your walk. We mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast. If you want to send us your walk, we can help you figure out what element you are, or at least get your top three elements. And so it's important for you if you want to start identifying the wood people in your life to begin to sort of look at how or people, yourself or yourself uh-huh. is to look at how people move through time and space. Remember the elements is about energetics. It's not a personality quiz. It's about how you move. And so we jokingly call the wood The walk, happy penguin walk. The happy penguin walk. Wah, wah, wah. Jay doesn't like I that phrase. Like, although I love happy penguins, but I don't <laughs> feel like personally I walk like a happy penguin. But I guess, I guess maybe they're in a hurry and they're tough, right? Because that's right. a tough walk. Yes, it's a march. So I think the penguins are often yes. said to march. So yes. they do a little awkward march. Yes, and it often looks a little awkward, and that's really the woodwalk. It's kind of stilted. It's because they don't kind of hardly bend their knees right. even. So if you want to imagine like a giant, like a military of penguins walking <laughs> with their elbows out of their little bodies and their little feet come up and they don't really have like knees that much. And they puff out their chests, yes. which wood people do. And yeah, that is really like a penguin, how that I think of it. <laughs> <A> happy penguin. <laughs> it's like their diaphragm comes out, their we'll legs We'll put a little stomp. video in the show notes if we can find it. <laughs> okay, okay. And they go directly from A to B. They always walk directly, yes, yes. from point A to point B efficiently. Jay said it even more efficiently than I did, but I I felt the need to expound upon that because it was so short. No penguin meandering. (laughs) Right. But if you watch the penguins, I love the penguin movies, and they if they get tired, they just start sliding. Yeah. Very efficient. Very Very efficient. Very efficient. And then they get up and they waddle. Yeah. They penguin walk, happy penguin walk. Happy penguin. It's not a waddle. (laughs) It's a march. It's a march. A happy penguin march. So let's talk about the voice. So the voice is succinct and to the point, and they're going to be very frank, like Jay just was when I had to kind of clarify a little bit. It was so short and succinct. So the words are also a little bit commanding, and they have like, they're short words, almost bulleted words, like pop, 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 pop. And they're going to, you know, talk like that with with a lot of consonants popping out of their mouths, kind of like tuk, Yes, it sounds like we have something going on there. Neurologically, the way you say that, (laughs) like, no, that's just the way we speak. And sometimes if we speak fast, we may mangle the words and kind of mangle them up and kind of jumble them fastly because we're trying to get them out so fast and we kind of like can't get it out fast enough and we'll clip letters at the end and... 
Yes. Depending on what your accent is, but yes. I do it all the time. The G does not exist on the end of a word. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I'm fast thinking. Yes. And it is about how fast woods think. It's almost like the synapses in their brains are firing faster than all the other elements. So they're literally thinking faster than they can talk. Right. I am living proof of that. <laughs> yes. And their eyes are also very direct. It's like they're boring into your soul. Laser beams. Yeah. Boring into your soul. Right. And there's directly no, no hiding. Right. And there's no BS. Like, As we march like happy penguins. Yes. They're not sarcastic. There's no BS. It's just, it is what it is. It's, and I think it's intense focus. Yes. Engagement, like. Yeah, very yeah. frank. And it's about being seen. It's like they want to be seen, even though they kind of hide. But ultimately, when they do the really good things, and they help a lot of people, they like to be seen like high five, you know, pat on the back, like good job. That's yeah, it's not a lot. It's usually just a little bit. And on to the next project. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so now let's kind of move on to... I know, I'm getting a little impatient here. Yeah, impatience. What do you know? I was going to talk about impatience let's next. Let's go, go, go. <laughs> it's one of the downfalls for wood. Because, what? Yes. Because Did you just make that little penguin fall down? <laughs> that happy penguin. That happy that penguin. That was marching. Just now, down. down the hill. <laughs> it's about the strategy. You know, you love engaging, you love playing with everyone. That's what life is about. And so if if you're not able to, you know, move things along, then you get very impatient. That's why bureaucracy is just the almost the death knell for right. wood. It's I mean tough. they're out as soon as the bureaucracy takes over and it's like, send this form in and check this box off and this form has More five out pages the door. of rules and, yeah, out the and door. it's like well, you're talking about my garden yes oh my gosh don't get me started about the community garden yes I know what you're talking about my form for the community garden it's literally four pages long with three pages three complete pages of rules and regulations in every single sentence is do or do not yes. do or do not do or do not it's, it's insane and I I just know that someone who has metal high in their stack up probably wrote that yes. very, very precise document. Precise. Yes. And I think it takes the joy out of community gardening. Yes. So but I it's think it's challenging. I think that's the bureaucracy. But I love all the people there. Yeah. I do not like the, right. the bureaucracy and the exactness of all the rules. Yeah, I, it's a community garden. I have to initial it like three or four times. <laughs> I have to sign it. I have to give like a retina scan, a blood deposit. <laughs> like, no, I'm joking. But I ha I'm not kidding about the three initials and the sign and the promise. And I'm always in trouble with them. Always. Because I'm always bending the, the, there's so many rules I have to bend them. Well, metal is opposite of, of wood. And I think most of the bureaucratic organizations in the world are probably run by metal. And that's not a bad thing. That's not that's a bad a good thing. thing we need yeah. rules. We need regulations. We so would just that we do can, what the hell we want all the time, yeah, and that's it, not fun. If it was up to I mean, to it's wood, fun for us, but it's not fun for everyone else. If it was up to wood, it'd be just like, do what makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> Which might not yeah. be what so makes I sense think to that, others. Yes. And so, <laughs> so, Lita, what is it like to hang out with a wood person? You have a lot of wood friends. Well, you do, you do yeah. a lot. You do. So I think if you're not wood, it's easy. You just need to be the real deal. You need to be present and engaged, and, fully engaged. And I think you need to be open to new adventures, yeah. new challenges, and not be judgmental about maybe a past challenge that didn't work out. Right. Right. Because like, I'm on to a new one. I don't really care about what didn't necessarily work out that great. Or maybe it did. Right. But I don't really care about that. I'm, on, I'm into whatever this is right now. And if you get sucked into rules and regulations, guess what? You're going to lose your I'm wood out. friend's interest. I'm out of the community garden. <laughs> yes. They have lost me after four years. I just cannot take it any longer. So if you want to hang out with wood, you need to start to think big. Like bigger, the bigger, the better. You know, dream big yourself. Sure. I tell people dream big or go home. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm nicely I say that. Right. And remember, 
Woods are also, as as they are leaders, they're also delegators. So they're going to help people carry out a vision. So if you're thinking big, you also have to be the one that kind of leads people to carry out that vision. You know, we, we like to think of Tina Fey's book, Bossy Pants, yeah. which is kind of a joking title, but it's it's for real. And speaking of that, let's go into fashion. Let's go into some wood fashion okay. because Bossy Pants is a good intro into that. <laughs> and this podcast is getting very long. <laughs> okay. Well, it, it, and we do pay our producer by the minute. So we're <laughs> racking it up here. Okay. So let's go into Bossy Pants fashion. Yes. Uh, what is wood fashion like, Lita? So woods are very fashion conscious, mostly because they like to be seen and they want to present well or very uniquely. I, I, here's a secret. Hair and shoes. Yes. Those are the two wood components that you can <laughs> tell if they're engaged and if they're in a happy place. What does their hair look like and what are they wearing on their feet? I'm telling you, it's a secret. Because they want a conversation started. They want to do something a little bold. So the hairstyle, you know, they might use some odd color or, you know, some flip of the hair or, you know, whatever it is. Something. But, you know, sometimes we we did mention in a previous podcast that Celine Dion had the perfect wood outfit. It was a cape. Wearing the cape of the superhero. Of the superhero. Not a poncho. No, it was But the wood poncho is a superhero cape. Yes. Which I don't have a cape, I must say. Yes. And we've also mentioned before that um, Lady Gaga is always doing this. She's always wearing really unique clothing. Yeah, I'm going to go with it and just say the meat suit, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that's a statement. That's, that's a, a just statement. Like a, I'm not sure what the win-win is on that, but I guess she gets a lot of attention and like the animal lovers get attention. I, it yeah. was crazy, but... Yeah. And it's like woods And are- a wonderful meal afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she fed like everyone, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm okay. sure it was like, All right. like well, a barbecue. Yes, they <laughs> had barbecue afterwards. Yeah. It's like woods are I'm always- just seeing if anyone's out there listening, that's all. <laughs> Anyone awake? If you're out there listening, And tell you're us. not Lady Gaga, yes. please say hi. No. All right, let's go with celebrities, because now you just did like Tina Fey and Lady Gaga and Celine Dion. Let's go with some celebrities. Well, I feel like everyone wants to know what Taylor Swift is. But we're not going to tell you right now. No. But we do know that her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, is wood. Her boyfriend right now. Right. In 2024. <laughs> yeah, right now. January. Who February. Are like, okay, so I, yeah. So Travis Kelsey, he's wood for sure. He's probably wood fire for sure. Probably wood yeah. fire earth or wood fire water pretty much. So I, we've studied him a little bit. Um, so I think that, that uh, being with Taylor... Is very interesting. We're going to talk about that later. Yes. So let's look at some of the wood women. Oprah, Ellen, Jodie Foster, Rachel Maddow, Serena Williams, Lady Gaga, we mentioned, Jennifer Lopez, Madonna, Pink, yeah. to name a few. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. And there's also big entertainers. And maybe we could add in there um, Martina Navratilova and the new uh, person who won the Australian Open, Arnia, I can't say her name, Arnia Savalinka. She's definitely would, okay? And she's an amazing tennis player. Um, and then we could kind of look at some of the, you know, other people. If we ever want to do sports, we could do some more sports for sure, yeah. you know, and see what's out there for for that. And speaking of sports, we have our new addition. Oh, the golf? The golf guy, Rory. Rory McIlroy. Yes. Yes. And I think we think Tiger's water would. Yes, Not wood, so definitely. Water, but, but Rory's definitely... Uh, would we actually saw him do the superhero pose when we saw him play in LA? Yes, at the tournament, and yes. we were really close to him. And I'm like, there, look, 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 there's a super pose. And then Tiger was in the chill pose right next, like, and then yes, it was in the very, water chill pose. <laughs> it was so amazing to see, but yeah, so that. And then I, I'm gonna just throw out David Beckham. I, I just finished yes. the documentary on Netflix. I definitely loved it, it was fantastic. If you want to see some wood, but it's more like a wood, I think a wood metal or wood, um earth definitely I, I would take some if anyone, anyone wants to watch it and talk about it but he's definitely would and you'll see why yeah so let's talk about it. some of the wood guys sure we got brad pitt george clooney tom cruise ryan goslick robert Downey jr 
Stephen Colbert, Bruce Willis, David Beckham, ta-da, Eminem, Dr. Dre, DMC, Chuck D, Arnold Schwarzenegger, go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. All these big guys, big, take up a lot of space in the room. But remember, wood people, as powerful as they are, they're very civilized, polite, and nice. And I'll give you one more wood secret. Yes. I didn't realize this till the very end, but I now have the same haircut as David Beckham. (laughs) Okay. I didn't realize it until like, oh my God, that's like my haircut almost. (laughs) Not on purpose. But it just so happened that that happened. So if you're watching Beckham and your haircut looks similar, you probably would. We actually, if we're going to talk about hair, um, it is interesting that there's a natural affinity to the face that they have kind of a face that is long And if we're going to talk about morphology, which we don't talk a lot about on this podcast, and sort of comes to a pointy chin. So if your hair is kind of up off your head, it it's a good sort of balance to the chin, I think. Right. And, and, it, sh- and it makes you just a little bit taller to someone yes. else. <laughs> yes. There you go. And they have like really big heeled shoes. Yeah. And it, and Not it high d- heels, but yes. bulky shoes. I told you, hair and feet. Yes. Like hair and hair shoes. And, shoe, yes. and so that's a wood thing, but um, in every area, every element. But you have it somewhere. But again, the face morphology, I think, also depends on what you have second. And we also have color and eyes and all kinds of stuff. But yeah. So getting back to connecting your circle and you sort of understanding the wood in you, whether it's first, second, third, fourth, or fifth, you know, we could finish up with some homework for all the non-woods out there. Or you have wood somewhere. Yes. What we could do is, you know, think about um, how you can feel wood in your body. So if you, you know, again, if you're wood, you're already doing this, but if you don't have wood first, you can just focus on your diaphragm and just put your energy in your own diaphragm to feel what it's like to have wood energy in your body. And when you do that, your elbows naturally come away from the sides. Yeah. Which you is, can see it if you used to go out and sit on the park bench and watch people walk by, you can see that quite easily that would walk. In fact, we forgot to and mention. especially if you like penguins, go to the zoo yeah. and watch them walk. We forgot to mention with the penguin walk that one of the things with humans. Wait, we, happy penguins. Happy walk. penguins is that the elbows are away from the side. That is one of the key indicators of wood. So when you do this in yourself, then you can pay attention to what it feels like. So you can try practicing walking the march with your elbows out down the street, see how people react to you. How do you feel with that energy in your body like that? You're going to feel different. You're going to be different. You're going to feel engaged. You're going to feel like you're going somewhere. You go from A to V, like the most efficient way. Yeah. Cut corners, jump over hedges. Yes. and you Slide down the hill on your belly. <laughs> yes. Right. Whatever you got to do to get there faster. And you might feel a little sure about yourself, like a little more sure than you would normally I, be. I think it's just assertiveness. You're just going. Yeah. Like yep. you just go. You actually, I think, stand taller when you put your energy in your diaphragm. It forces you to kind of right. stand taller. And you might, you know, treat people differently. You might want to walk someone across the road who can't get there that easily. You want might want to help someone. That's the nature of wood to to kind of be that person who can help others out. Sure, why not? Yes. Yeah, and, that's a great thing. And so you can try that for homework, you know, put your wood on, go out, you know, experiment. Don't do that while you're feels. driving though. Yes. Practice when you're not driving, like when you're walking, or <laughs> put that energy in there and we don't need any more aggressive drivers out there. And remember No more road rage. Yes. And remember, the growth path for a wood person can be spiritual. And if you don't want to use that word, you can just say that wood people want to find peace. And we talk about this all the time, that it's about, as Jay said, her self-cultivation. So what does that mean? You know, it might mean for a wood person to also find the quiet space. Remember, they have yin on the inside. We talked about that in the last podcast. So it's about your heart being still. It's about you know, not always being out on the front line, but, you know, maybe being spiritual by nature. And you could also have your generals go out on the front line. And yes. You're still back strategizing or whatever. And I do think we haven't talked about this today, but Wood loves to be out in nature and yeah. that could be part of their spiritual journey. You know, place. Yeah. yeah. To be there. So they might, you know, really uh, kind of like to get out into nature more. Right. Because Wood is about doing. And the trees live where? 
In nature. In nature. Right? Yeah. How about we end with that? Yeah. Because right? woods are trees fundamentally. Yes. They're standing between heaven and earth and they're moving upwards and making life better. Right. And it's always funny to see that when you go to look at the forest, the trees, you just see that one little tree that's a little bit higher than all the other ones. Yes. And that's probably that's wood. That's the wood tree. That's the wood wood tree. <laughs> all right. Well, I thought we were going to give the Oracle homework, but we'll give the practice it in your body homework. And we'll do the Oracle on another time we talk about wood. Or you I'm can, certain you already we'll do it gave again. the Oracle homework, so they can still do it. You oh, okay. write your question, you wait until you the morning. You sleep on it. You sleep on it. And, and then, then you, you write down without thinking about what it actually, don't talk yourself out or negotiate what it really comes out of you. Yeah. Anyways, it's fun. All right. Well, I guess that's good for today for the woods and the wannabe woods. Yes. And we're just going to have you penguin march forward into the world and have a great day. And thank you for listening. This is a long one today. Okay. Okay. Bye. bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast and you've reached the end. Woohoo. Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and remember to hug the dog. <laughs>